Hey everybody, welcome to Bald Move TV. It's the officially unofficial podcast for all of television. I'm your host, Aaron. I, I guess I'm Jim. And I'm Cecily. And we're here to for talk. Sure. The we're, order's tough when you have three people. Yeah, yeah. It's like just, just, I usually just try gotta, to cut Jim off. You got, <laughs> she does. You got to get in where you fit in. Uh, this is the discussion of episodes four or five and six of The Young Pope. My favorite so far. Okay, well, I was going to take wow. the temperature of the room, but the uh, temperature right. just uh, flooded on in. What do you think, Jim? <laughs> uh, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I actually like that uh, they have some grounding moments for these characters. Uh-huh. That was like the most important thing that these episodes did for me is sort of reground everybody uh, in the real world and not in this crazy, uh, I don't know, just super ultra-fashionable TV thing. And right. by grounding, you mean people had sex and went out and bought cigarettes and had experiences well, with escorts right but, it's grounding in the most insane right. way but but at least it lets us know who these people are right a little bit more yeah which and i never were, got a good feel for in the first four yeah, episodes we got a better feel for their relationship to the brothers or yes brothers right mm-hmm. but what's funny is like you talk about these grounding moments and then you have the opposite of that which is the pope getting he finally gets his tiara and he's getting <laughs> dressed to i'm sexy and i know it <laughs> i fucking love that scene and what they, yeah. i mean this is the thing like this show is like both high arts and it's kind of amazing um like his addressing his, his making the cardinals kiss his feet is every bit as badass as walter white saying stay out of my territory uh-huh. but it's also fully ridiculous mm-hmm. like at the end of the speech and he's given he's just got this little jude lawhead swiveling <laughs> under this enormous papal edifice yeah and then the altar boys come and re- and and split his his vestments or whatever and you see this little red slipper creep out from the him and then there's like what a minute mm-hmm. before someone gets up and kisses his slipper. Yeah, Spencer's gonna... the first. Yeah, Spencer, mm-hmm. which was stands a pa- up, which... scoots his chair. Yeah, takes his hat off. I thought he was. Retiring. I thought he was resigning. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna start. You know, he was gonna throw the chair next and then walk out. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's the other Incredible. thing. Like, but it, he in this time he's gotten this, or he's directly responsible for making this woman pregnant. Maybe I don't I know. Mean, this seems like. This is some leftover stuff where you're never quite sure, right? Yeah, like, this sure. episode had yeah. me believing in God. The flower <laughs> blooming in front of her eyes. Right. Spencer being the first to stand up and kiss his foot. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And yeah. then, And then just the capper on the entire scene is Vuelo getting up there. And him putting his other oh, foot on his to force him to do it. Vuelo's <laughs> yeah. not sure. He's like, no, come well, here. And he puts his other foot on him. And, and, and that's, a, that's a perfect example where it can be serious and ridiculous at the yeah. same time. And also, like, Spencer being the first is a payoff of hours of their personal relationship we've seen battle back and forth. The other thing mm-hmm. visually is, like, I love the Pope on the elevated – He's literally taking the high road mm-hmm. on Vielo as Vielo's confessing and one and yeah oh man powerful. and I mean also it's kind of neat to see like Jude Law's got this point or Lenny's got this point that like I am different from every other pope because I'm just going to deny all my I guess human impulses I'm going to be impervious I'm going to be the thing that you're supposed to be and then I'm going to take the Catholic Church to be. What I think it's supposed to be, which and he's also he's also impervious be- to attack to, or blackmail because he's lost everyone already. Like the Catholic Church is in, in pieces. Yeah, I mean right. he he's fragmented these people to the point where there almost is no Catholic Church, and he's rebuilding it from the ground up. 
So what else can you do to him, right? right? He doesn't have anything for you to hold against him. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice that in every scene in the his personal dining hall, mm-hmm. that the light, the sunlight from the window coming in is just on him mm-hmm. at all times? And it make it gives him like a, a right. ghostly glow, a exactly. holy glow, you might holy. say. <laughs> yeah, I this holy shining light around his head. I was thinking as the awesome him, the Pope getting dressed scene, and also before we get to that, what was the significance of the credit sequence dispensing with the all around the watchtower and going with the somber music in the beginning? It just made it felt feel more serious or creepier when he winked eventually it did it had a very somber mm-hmm. tone but he was still the same person i mean it's a it's like so much of the show it's a very deliberate effect mm-hmm. but i'm not sure into what end it is servicing which i'm fine with um the other thing i kept on thinking as i'm seeing him get dressed and he's got these gloves and his rings and the, the triple tiara and the slippers. the slippers and all this stuff and he you can see like obviously the pope's got the finest craftsman in all of italy oh, yeah. hand making this furniture this this big you know what do you call that a litter that's that's carrying mm-hmm. him out and and he's mm-hmm. looking up at the sistine fucking chapel and I, I I was so moved by the scene I balderized the word fuck um <laughs> and and you know he's just looking and but I, I was thinking like okay you know I'm pretty knowledgeable about the bible peter who he's the successor of was a fisherman, probably wore rough spun, fishy smelling rags. How how do we get from that to this? And when when they show um um uh, Father um Guterres getting elevated to bishop and like there's this a ceremony where he puts on the little miter and then they they put the box hat on top of the to, to go box hat on top of that. <laughs> like, where did all of this pomp come from like someone invented all of these this isn't in the bible like right. all these these, the these ceremonial aspects these liturgies and, and these rituals are invented right yeah. it seems like a very medieval thing the excess and the mm-hmm. the, the but pomp of it, why did it said? stop then why hasn't it continued like why doesn't uh, he have an it's... animated led crown and <laughs> oh, right I, like yeah. get some blade runner shit just in there beyond. yeah i just feel like it's an excess but i i did read through um some sort of article that the excess is what Lenny brought back. Like, oh yeah, nobody's right. Worn these robes in a long time. And in yeah. fact, it's the current so pope I, that we got is is shipped in from exactly. a museum. It was in a like, museum. Yeah, yeah. And the current pope is especially like he's gotten rid of everything except for essentially you know what Lenny goes around in his everyday, not the the tracksuit, but but the uh, right his everyday kind of papal. But he's still robes. sleeping in a you know a shitty twin bed. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Some sort well, of I mean, to him? he seems to be wielding all of this this gravitas for the sake of of you know his whatever his goals are here, yeah, he, um, which seems to be revolution or rebuilding the Catholic Church, and he doesn't. I don't think he cares about it personally no, so much. It's the effect. It's really it has just on yeah. It's an image. It's a show because that that's what he was wait. I mean. When you come to appreciate that he is waiting to address the cardinals, not for inspiration, not but just to be to hit yeah. him with a pope bomb, right. you <laughs> right. know, and that and and just just hit him with his unquestionable authority and all the trappings of state, and look at like you know, it, it's kind of like 
the in-person equivalent of sending Sister Mary to remind everyone of his infallibility in contrast to your human fallibility. Right. Mm -hmm. And what kind of Pope bomb are we in store for when he does decide to show his visage to the people? I think he lied. I mean, I think he lined it out pretty effectively to the Italian prime minister. And if I were him, I would be shitting my pants. (laughs) The the gorgeous Christ-like Pope is now issuing you commands (laughs) not to vote. I've been in hiding just so when I come out and say these two Latin words that means it's illegal to vote and no one's heard for 100 years, it's going to send people into a pandemonium. And the effect And I think it would work. A young Pope. Nobody knows. Does anybody know this guy's age? The they, do they, they don't know what he looks like. Right. The Pope is like 47. No, but he's but saying, right, dude, the, does the public. Knows it. Yeah. 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 Or do they think he's some just wrinkly old dude who's. Plus, near they, the I mean, they'll know life. he's the first American, which is already. Like, uh-huh. Seth and I are talking, like, will we see an American Pope in our lifetime? It's kind I of odd that in the last hundred years, an American Pope hasn't. Like, that seems like that's one of the last great, you know. I mean, even if you look at, like, the the buy-in percentage on uh on catholicism here in the u.s it's nothing compared to a country like italy right, right. i guess that's so, true especially what, or yeah. spain or, or any well, of those what makes you more prepared to be a mo- the most diehard roman catholic than to just come from italy <laughs> yeah and i think that that is yeah. usually going to trump all um, you know they went to this orphanage orphanage they were raised into this or at least we know that lenny and the only other American, <laughs> Andy, Andy, Andy. To I forget his name. I've, yeah, his Can last name's crazy. The the yeah his the mir- color his... of the kid's hair. Oh, I thought we were going to go yeah. into, the... into the miracle that he performed that we don't really know the exact By nature a of. Man and a woman at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he was a human condom. It's a, a magic trick. Watch this cock disappear. Yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> Uh, that no, was... they're hair colors. They don't match the adults at all. Really? Like one of them is just a straight up ginger, like red right. fire hair. Yeah. Well, Andy, and is that's the old blonde guy. Uh, no, I think I, I I definitely can see a ginger kid going into that like more blonde copper. Wait, you it's guys really think he's toned blonde? down. That's I don't. Old. No, I, I think he's def. Yeah, he's. I think he's a, a unmistakably a redhead. He's definitely but... more like a traditional copper tone type of person but it's but it's, it's the he's kid lightened out, yeah. looks like he's had his hair dyed the just the kids, fire engine yeah the kid is what what is that that raggedy andy is that the yeah. the doll yeah the raggedy fire andy. red hair uh-huh. he's raggedy andy from here on out raggedy and raggedy andy <laughs> i think there's a raggedy there's andy a raggedy andy, andy, andy yes there is okay okay yeah and then the, the pope is like this blonde kid who now has dark hair, which I, I yeah, understand. Yeah, you that get toehead kids yeah. that, that, that sure. turn uh, more brown or brunette. Speaking yeah. of hair colors, do you guys think that Jude Law's hair is dyed that kind of gray? His hair is so yeah. perfect, it almost looks like his hair Especially, from like AI, where he was playing yeah. a robot. Yeah. Especially in like the close-up scenes with Esther, where she was leading his hand. You could uh-huh. see close-up of his hair, and it's like individual strands are gray. It's got to be his natural hair, right? It could be. I. I mean, I don't know what Jude Law looks like in real life anymore. I knew what he looked like 20 years ago, mm. but I have no idea what he looks like now. Mm. So maybe that is his real hair. I don't know. He's I, always had good hair. Uh, right. He also has a... Think. 
a maybe Jude Law has <laughs> one of the actor. the great man asses I've ever seen. He uh, it's impressive. Like, I, yeah, like I don't you know it's like I'm not out to look at dudes' bodies. I know I do comment on it from time to time, but like when one, he's though. wearing that tracksuit and he's yeah. walking he's, like yeah, he's, he's I'm it's like two puppies fighting in a fucking flower <laughs> sack. <laughs> It's incredibly round, bouncy ass. It's amazing. Yeah, he must and, work and for it. And he's like 50 years old. Like, it's incredible. Incredible. Well, incredible we saw ass. him work for it. We, we yeah, saw he's his got the, the, papal, right. the papal rack or whatever he was working on. <laughs> the, the, the papal Bowflex. Yes. <laughs> was anyone thinking, like, when he was threatening, like, you know, particular hell and damnation and saying that the, the cardinals had to crawl through the door, I actually thought that he might bring back the Inquisition. Like, oh, in addition boy. to all the other shit that he was going to have the rack, and it's like, if you want to, you're not just going to get to resign, you're going to get to be a, a, a heretic, and, like, what would they do? I, I guess, uh, would the would the Italian army, like, march on I mean, the Vatican, Vatican to save cardinals from being tortured in the bowels of the it's its Sistine Chapel? country, right? They would have to, like, declare war oh, on it the would Vatican. Oh, like, it would be something fucking crazy. Yeah. But that's also kind of the way the show is rolling, right? right. That's true. Everything about the show is crazy. And, and they keep on doing things like I loved in in the middle of, of nothing having to do with anything. They showed the cardinal that was banished to Alaska. Yeah. And he's freezing his ass off doing some kind of homily in the he middle of – I don't know why – out in the middle of the uh, on the uh, On the Ross ice shelf? Like yeah. what, what the hell? I did notice there were some other know. cardinals out there. Do you yeah, think it might have been. In the nine been. months that have passed, Lenny has banished some other cardinals to mm. Kirchhoff. Or it could be that's just like some Maybe. kind of special festival where that's the first cross that ever was erected in Alaska, and he's caught. Con- who knows? Could be. Who knows? I mean, that's the thing I think is attractive about Catholicism is the pomp <laughs> the and circumstance. Nice. No, the ritual. Like I, it's still one of my bucket list things to do a midnight mass on Christmas at have a, like you ever an old been school to a Catholic wedding. Nope. I've seen yeah. one. I'm, I'm, I've seen the, God, the Godfather. That'll change your mind real quick. <laughs> you have to watch someone getting married for two hours, and you're kneeling, <laughs> uh, and you're sitting, and you're kneeling, and but, you're praying, and you're singing. But just once, and, <laughs> and also when he um, invites them to say the Lord's model prayer, like, and I'm like, okay, well, I know how this goes. But they turn into this beautiful mm-hmm. Gregorian chant. It's and fucking you're in, awesome. They're in the chapel, and like, like I can everything s- around you is. I can gorgeous. see how you would feel the presence of God. Mm-hmm. regardless of the actual presence of God in something like that, because you're essentially manufacturing something glorious and righteous. Yeah, right. it definitely would give you, like, a feeling that yeah. you could attribute to a God, right? Right. If you were so inclined. I mean, that's the voice of God, right? That's mm-hmm. what gets people to convert and to believe, and that's si- what Lenny's searching for currently. I had yeah. a similar experience to the first Protoman concert I went to. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I, I, I know you can definitely do things such as that. Um, am I right to say that we don't know the exact nature of the miracle that Lenny performed as a child? Because they imply that Billy, I believe, is the little the, the chubby kid that was sponging oh. his mother's head. Yeah. Right. And that she was on death's door and perhaps dying and somehow Lenny did something – when they cross that window as they right because it's something Andy wanted to talk about and and Lenny says no that I don't I only talk about things I understand yeah um I don't I, I just want to check to make sure that because sometimes I just miss stuff I, I find myself going into trances watching the show sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. where like I'll realize that thirty or forty seconds has clicked by and I've just been like lost in thought right of something that's in front of me you know or a previous scene just like yeah, yeah. i do that like too. i i need to almost pause the process mm-hmm. everything that i'm seeing or feeling now and the, I, i'm wondering what the state of his belief is at this point because he does have 
what he could certainly call a miracle with this baby. Um, sure. With He's... the kangaroo in the garden, with and the And don't flower. you need three miracles to be canonized as a saint? And they keep on saying no, that you? he's... I think that's what it is, that you've got, um, like, everyone raises your threat level. Uh, and I just might be talking about my ass, my, my, out of my ass, but I think you need three verified miracles to be considered a saint when you die. And they keep talking about this pope is a saint, this pope is a saint, and I'm wondering if this is building up the culmination of this season is going to be into him. Well, I mean, he has to die. That's the other thing. You have to die before you can be canonized. Well, but we have four mm-hmm. more episodes? It's either two or four. I'm not sure if it's an eight or a ten episode season. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Good question. I, I would so. think that the the promo material that they show at the end would have in, emphasized the end of the poem, but it's. And I don't know if they're going to do another season or if this is a one shot. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. probably up to the BBC, I guess, or whoever Sky, made this. Scott C. Skynet plus C. Anal. I heard that it was a with. it was a one and done type of thing, like True Detective. If they do more, then and not. that's fine because this thing has completely fulfilled every bit of the promise that it had, and, and more. And like yeah, we were expecting ridiculousness, which, which we've is got. Why we've got this half-assed cast. Are you still calling it that? Yeah, it's what it is, and yeah. it's been so much better than expected. And I feel like maybe the best moment of the series was in episode 106 when he's he's cradling this baby oh. and his assistant comes in and says, your holiness. And he turns around and he drops you? this fucking baby. What did I tell you when he dropped that baby? I said, Jim's going to love this. Yes. <laughs> it was it was fantastic because it was the most it again. unexpected yeah. and inappropriate thing to do in that yeah. scene. And yeah. they just went for it. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. and you knew it was and coming then, like, too. So and then when he picked up the baby and he didn't know quite how uh-huh. to do it. And then the Pope's reaction, like I didn't. I'm wondering. I don't know. I some at some level, I'm always wondering what Lenny did he do it on purpose. Exactly. That's oh, what I'm boy. trying to get at here. Like, is this something he did to engender an effect? Because there's also just a weird energy in that room. Yeah. Um, I thought it was maybe because. The guy wasn't sure about the Pope and her's relationship. Yeah, exactly. Well, does he think he, that that's that that little Pius is is pious? pious right, because when he says, "Oh, it's Pius the Fourteenth," it's like they they, got, they, they cut to the guy and he gives like a weird look. He does. Yeah, and then back yeah. to Esther, who had the same uncomfortable kind yeah. of look to her. And I just don't know if how much of this they're but he's also they're a miracle really feeling baby blessed by or how uncomfortable they are, and then you know to have three men who could potentially be the father in the same room. Oh, oh right. Sorry, no. God's the in Pope. there too. God's in there as well. <laughs> Four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Four men who could potentially be the father. This Wait, is like an episode who's of the third? The, the, no, the I, priest I was wrong. No, the you're, po- no, the priest though she had the affair with was in the room as I'm well. I'm saying the Pope oh, himself. I don't think right. that he had sex with her, so that's oh. not a possible candidate. But in the but dad's, in their minds, yeah. In the dad's mind. Right, in the uh-huh. dad's mind and then the other guy's mind. It's yeah. just got to be so uncomfortable all around. Yeah. yeah. I would think so. Maybe that's where the discomfort is from because she know. I mean, maybe it's the fact that he brought him as an assistant, knowing that all this happened, right? And then, kind of a dick move. Yeah. The other thing is, is that I don't think that Lenny would show the kind of humility, so to speak, you know, to show how embarrassed he was by dropping the baby if he mm-hmm. had done it on accident. Yeah, but th- then you know, my, on maybe one of the themes is that Lenny just doesn't know what appropriate is he's been weird from kind of like the very beginning right he's always been an orphanage Mm -hmm. or you know the priesthood and you know just like gutierrez he doesn't know how to operate outside of the uh church Mm -hmm. i thought i thought um 
uh, Cardinal Mole Man, Viello, was interesting when he was obviously moved by what Lenny said about the priests, that they're afraid to love, that they're they're unhappy, and they're cowards. Right. And then he decided to show, I guess, a, a carnal interest in Sister Mary as a – like, like what, what, what right. was he doing there? He, he just, just – I think he was finding an excuse to echo Lenny's words. Like, you're so beautiful in the night. You're so beautiful in the night. Yeah. I can't be attracted uh, to humans. And then he then I thought like okay, you're just trying like was he saying I I part of when I was processing this is he is he saying this because he wants to see if this was actually some elaborate like panty drop and smack that Lenny was talking <laughs> and, and it worked. By the and, way. and and or it was that cuz cuz was it was that to settle in his own mind that the young pope really is this pure incorruptible thing? Or if the Pope was playing a long game of like grooming and seduction. That's I agree with that interpretation. It's at the end of that episode in particular where Boyolo goes to kiss his feet and he hesitates. That makes me question it. Mm-hmm. Like either he believes or he doesn't. I think he's really conflicted because like he knows Spencer's um, holdouts or his issues with right. him, and he was the first to go up there. So. Right. Well, and I think that's interesting about Viello is he's caught Vielo. like. Molello, that he is simultaneously thinks that the Pope is a saint. I honestly believe, like, he was genuinely, he had an epiphany watching, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what man has a woman grab his hand uh, and put it right on her boob, and he's like, hey, like, look, uh, this is, I was here to make a baby, but not in that way. Um, He was genuinely moved that the Pope is, in fact, a saint, but also terrified like, what does it mean if I've got this saint that I've battled with and he's also destroying the church? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just like that's one of the questions of things asking us, or I guess in anyone. Like, you, we, we talked about last last week. Um, where's the line where, you know, Satan's tempting you or Christ is invisibly moving your hand? Mm-hmm. You're talking about two invisible forces warring over you. How the hell at How any one time? And you're a sinful is. fallen creature. You have no way to get an external frame of reference. I mean, if you're the Pope, I guess you attribute all of your actions to God. Well, as a Pope, and that, regardless a, of what they but are. But the Pope's special. He is, right. by being the Pope, incorruptible and infallible, and literally anything he says is the gospel. Right. Because of a bunch of Catholic beliefs that I don't can't I bar- I barely understand and can't articulate. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It is. It's. 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 It's fascinating. Uh, and the other thing I was, I was thinking is like, for, you know, obviously I don't, I don't condone, uh, you know, cracking down on gay people. I don't condone, you know, um, excluding women from the clergy. I don't condone, you know, making it hard to divorce in any kind of case. Uh, however, I've often thought I don't, I don't understand why religion just decided to soften on those things because the Bible seems to take very clear and firm stances. And I've always thought when I've talked to believers and I've had a couple beers in me and we're talking about these things, because you know, sometimes a believer will go at me about something and I'll come back with, let me ask you, you know, do you think it's fine to be gay? Do you think it's fine to do this? And they always say, oh, yes, yes, because they're liberal well, he, Christians. My thing is right. like, well, why don't you take one more step and just be like – it's nonsense. Right. Like a hundred years after the mm-hmm. Bible is made, why doesn't someone t- say, God told me this and make some revisions? Like, or if you're just going to decide people to death, if you're just going to decide not to believe certain parts of the Bible, like where, why not just keep going and say, 
not believe in any of it. Well, I, sure. That's for someone that's who's done slip, that. That's, that's the slippery. Thing to that's say. the slippery slope that I slid down myself. But I'm always curious right. about but, why. But I mean, there are people who have you know a lot of pressures in their life, um, a lot of internal pressures that keep them right. believing in those things for various reasons. And I don't, I don't know that it's fair to say, oh, it's silly to not just go all the way down that slope. But no, it, I'm not, it, I, this brings me to like the question. The biggest question I have about this series, which is, we I, I keep waiting for the switcheroo. I mm. keep waiting for the moment where we see that the Pope's true intentions are actually to unite people somehow through the destruction of the Catholic Church. I don't know if it's coming. I, I feel like it's foolish, perhaps, to keep waiting for that switcheroo, but my biggest question is, what is the show trying to say about right. the Catholic Church? Fair, and, yeah. And I don't know if maybe they're talking about that exact scenario that you're proposing here where society as a whole, outside of religion, is getting more and more progressive on these types of issues. How does a church that has this gospel built into it, how do, how do they adapt and still maintain their power within that? And And it seems like this pope is willing to say— you know, to go to the extreme and say we're going to deny all the benefits of the the progression of society in favor of sticking literally to this book. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and I don't know, like, how does the Catholic Church in a world that's ever, ever more progressive mm-hmm. maintain its power? Well, and he also says he keeps saying, I want to start a revolution. Maybe the revolt is the final, like... Like, like I'm going to destroy the papacy because it's ridiculous. Right, the and that's one why man that's can... the switcheroo I'm talking about. Right. But it doesn't – I don't know what his game is. Because well, I think he's exactly. like – He hasn't in... revealed any of his motives yet. Yeah. Right. The, that first dream sequence where he says he's, you know, accepting of all of these things is what yeah. continues to throw me off. Yeah, same here. Because yep. He yeah, said I just... the exact reverse. And, and in fact, he's been so hard on it, it makes me think that, like, he – doesn't even believe in all of those things mm-hmm. well uh, you know he's maybe he's doing all of those things that he knows the prime minister's main focus point and his main you know campaign is to make all of these things possible for gay marriage and common law marriage and abortion things like that he's doing it directly in opposition of that person and not because he believes in it but you know he's yet to reveal his motivation so i yeah. don't know what he wants and that's the central mystery of the whole series, I think, so far. For me, in yeah. my opinion, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's a lot of other this, you know, kind of because I'm I am convinced after these last two episodes that Lenny does believe in God. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's like you well, know because like he had the kangaroo jump, he made this miracle happen, right. which is like a confirmation. And that moment that him and Esther shared in the garden, where the flower opened and he. They both felt the presence of God for better or worse. Like that feels like all of his private devotion feels genuine. Right. Like confirmation bias. Like these things happen to be happening at this same time. The sun hits the flower. The flower opens while you're having this conversation. It's God. She happens to get pregnant after all mm-hmm. this time. It's Kangaroo me jumps. praying to God. So does he believe in God or does he, does he believe in himself more? I, I think know. he believes hmm. more in himself being empowered by something. He's attributing it to something else, but it just feels like confirmation bias currently. Or there's some sort of supernatural aspect, like the gold door in the cardinal meeting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where did it come from? Was that a Where real door? Go? I guess. Or was that metaphysical? Like Are he pe- had them build it. But like it's having like a shared delusion? Yeah, it seemed like it was fantastic. Yeah. It did, yeah. 
Uh, the other thing I thought is like, you know, Jesus. If you if you buy the the, the literal story of Jesus, Jesus arose from a Jewish culture and replaced the Jewish culture with this new culture of Christianity mm-hmm. because that culture had gotten to where, you know, they had taken things where God had said, you should take my words and keep them uh, in front of your eyes. And, and they'd literally taken boxes that had bits of the law covenant on tiny little scrolls and, and tied them to their foreheads, like literally and, I remember the Bible story book, sure. Yeah, yeah and, and Jesus and Jesus would like he and that and, and Jesus would always have his harshest condemnations for those Pharisees and Sadducees. Like he would call them whitewashed graves and that they strain the gnat but gulp down the camel and right. and they try to save people's souls but they make were ignoring them the principle in favor of the letter of the law. And I wonder if the Pope, because he's also referring to himself as a Messiah, I wonder if he is if he's going to be here to replace Catholicism with something that he thinks is more befitting the true Christianity. Because that's another thing. It's like if you're like I don't know if you're a cat. I don't. I mean, I. I but I guess as when I was a Jehovah's Witness, I'd often sit in like meetings when they were talking, and I like I wonder if Jesus came through the door right now. He is a male wearing a dress, having a beard. For sure, <laughs> and uh-huh. he would certainly not be qualified to give talks on the platform. Uh, like, and and he would see this brother being harsh with the brother or sister, or being green. And he would be, you know, like he would be shocked. And like, what would Jesus, who humbly washed his apostles' feet and wore very simple things and and raised money for the poor and had no place to rest his head? What would he do if he walked into Sistine Chapel at that moment where Linny is essentially transformed into Pope Bot two thousand? Like, what the hell would he say? Like, what this is my Jesus church. Do or yeah. what would yeah. Jesus say? And I wonder if if if, if Linny at some point recognizes that, and he's literally trying to transform the church to be more like I don't want Catholics. I want I want Christians. I want to undo these schisms, which. Kind of well, dovetails in that scene where he had with the monks, where they're yeah. threatening a schism, and he's and like he's threatening to strip them of their underpants. <laughs> yeah, and threatening to slap shoes on them. That <laughs> that speech he gave, where he, I will fight you with all my power, and you will have nothing but bottomless poverty. Like, yeah. oh my god! Take the monasteries. What do they have? I kept I, I chuckled because in this morning I got up and there's this headline about I guess the Pope had said something about nationalism. The real Pope that we have mm-hmm. said something about nationalism and warning people against it. And Trump decided to apply it to himself and say that he was offended that the Pope had said something about him. And I'm like, man, I would love to see Jude Law. Like, I want Saturday Night Live to get Jude Law in his <laughs> yeah. full Pope Pius the Thirteenth regalia and give like a papal condemnation to Donald. Yeah. Like, respond really as good. if he's the real Pope. Right. Like, can you even fucking imagine? <laughs> That'd be so good. Oh, Fault Move needs to get that going. <laughs> call up. Call Let's up. Just go ahead and record that. So if they don't do it on Saturday, yeah. we'll be ready. All but right. like, I we'll make like, come on, man. Like, this is a Pope you don't fuck with because. Yeah. He is not afraid to lose everything. Like um, he, the, when Viola, Viello said, Molello said, um, you know, if you do, what was it? If you ban abortion, mm-hmm. that the women will come and tear down the, the walls of the city, yeah. mm-hmm. which I think was a hilarious mental image. And they'll have their pink hats on, of course, and they'll tear down the walls. And Jude Law, and Jude Law's like, yeah, let them. We'll build them up bigger and finer. Like, yeah. he just doesn't care. Right. He doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care about anything. Yeah. 
He wears sunglasses with his papal robes. He doesn't care. (laughs) A great look. (laughs) Although I got to say that he cares a little bit because one of the long litany of things that he wanted to address with the um, Italian prime minister was laxing the banking laws concerning the Holy See and expanding his territorial sovereignty. I thought that was interesting, too. Yeah. Those have nothing to do with closeness to God and the and and the relationship of the the Catholics to God. That's all about his personal power and wealth. I so, just wonder which of those is the you know the ones you throw in there for negotiation to get the ones he really yeah wanted. like the ones what he, does he actually want out of that list right yeah the stuff and, for God or the stuff for himself they'd probably sooner give him the territory and the sovereignty than they would the anti well the i mean that's stuff, that's yeah. a win he's got in a lose-lose situation because i do believe an italian the italian prime minister okay. if he did all the draconian socially regressive things he would lose the election yeah but and he, if the pope comes and carries out his threat he would absolutely lose the election so what does he do Give him a couple of the things in exchange for not doing the but other things. But none of those things, like any of one of those things. But like he immediately ma- some came of them out of that meeting and said to the press, I'm, I'm doing right. this and this and this, and I'm not doing any of the things that the prime or the pope wants me to do. Oh, we also didn't talk about the pope and all the cardinals showing up at Tomisi or whatever. The, yeah, that's going to be my final question. Tonino. Like, did, Tonino, yeah. did the Vatican disappear, Tonino? I yeah, don't that's know, a good question. but the, don't... but 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 the the cardinal saying we're here because you bre- you're breaking our balls, <laughs> right. and that, then the episode ends. That was God, great. Yeah, I you, so you like the sixth episode best. I like the I thought the fifth well, episode. I, no, I just thought that moment with the baby. Was oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it, okay. incredible. <laughs> But well, but on a whole, I think I like the fifth one. What better. about Andy having a three way with the people in Guatemala? Some kinky sex for a priest. What there's I mean there's Wondrous. no thing where like I want to say this is bullshit and out of wildly out of character. I don't but think it is. Everything every time I've been tempted to say that about the show, three episodes later they prove me wrong. Right. And there's going to be like, does Lenny know about this? And I mean, the sex scandal is nothing new to the Catholic Church. So, but I don't think Lenny will have any part of it. No, certainly no. not. No, 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 no. He's, Definitely he's not. He's got way too much on the line. Yeah. I don't think that um, Andy, his name. I don't think that he is that invested. I think yeah. that he was one of those people who was brought into it and raised into it, and is not fully invested. And but wants to keep people on the straight and narrow, as he said on his, you know, exit interview speech to his congregation that he wants them to do all of these things, but wants them to keep a clear head about it. And the next preacher that you have coming in is going to yell at you about all of these things. He's going to be a real Christian's Christian. <laughs> yeah, like right. some balls. Uh, he might get killed in a car bomb in a week. I yeah. So I want to talk about the trick they played in this episode, which I don't think it exactly worked. They flash forward nine months just so the Pope could drop a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. But every other plot line was literally put on freeze. I wanted to Guterres, see Gutierrez in New York. Gutierrez right. was was just now boarding a plane, and they even had some awkward dialogue where Andy was was addressing the congregation. Hey, I've come back nine months later just to say goodbye because the po-. so I guess they they try to have that the Pope was preparing them for their mission for does nine that, months. But that, that was mean that Andy yeah. accepted the position that he offered him. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. But I'm just saying that like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The only reason that happened is because they needed to flash forward oh, to yeah, Esther absolutely. having the baby right but we've only got 10 episodes i i I, i'm gonna forgive him but it's just a really awkward and jarring moment that i hope is just that's this one moment of time and everything else goes on and i guess it did also allow 
some of the financial and other societal pressure type nooses tighten a little bit around Lenny's neck. Right. And the same thing happens with like House of Cards, for instance. You can't. None of the juicy storylines happen in the first few days or weeks of someone becoming president or vice president or, or the pope. Maybe Donald Trump <laughs> yeah. is doing some interesting things right now, but um, I think. But I don't know. your I'm point is to taken. Give it just I, for that reason, like you need yeah, nine yeah. months in order to do something really shocking. That's um, true, and knowing that nine months have passed, nobody has seen the Pope yet. There's not even a picture. Speaking of right. which, that, we that, about that, that, that does that does build that does the build up escorts picture. Yeah, right. That escort took a picture oh, of him. Right. That's coming she's back got, to haunt him, right? She's got proof or of God's existence. I mean, what proof is that though? I, his eyes I had are this so conversation beautiful. with uh, Aaron the other night, and that was when she gave birth, or when he put his hand on her open shirt underneath it uh-huh. and he had the picture it looked like they had an illicit relationship just one picture could tell that right. story mm-hmm. and then nine months later she has a baby you could think it's the popes but you know sure paternity test and all and, of that but i mean also, mary still has the pictures and stuff i exactly. wonder if mary is going to be the one that destroys him it could be uh, but i don't know why she's telling some interesting lies herself well yeah. true like saying that she never told voyello that he was out when she did, and he got all the evidence, and then mm-hmm. immediately turned it around against him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know her what her game, game is. Not sure. What's the deal with her playing sexy basketball in front of all these uh, prepubescent <laughs> right. boys? Why? Why? Because she's so terrible at it. It's been like what? 40 we were years talking and she's about. We were talking about how whoever they got to play young Diane Keaton. Number one, it's weird to me that I know what young Diane Keaton looks right. like, and this mm-hmm. is who you cast. This that is, is not, not what, Annie Hall, right? Yeah, and secondly, you can't but like nose works. Can you find an actress that can dribble a fucking basketball without? It's like <laughs> this is my like when a supposedly a badass military dude's firing gun and blinking with it and, and flinching with every gunshot. Like right. people to play basketball. Like if you just spend a couple hours practicing, so you don't have to look at your hand and the ball as you're dribbling down. Like come on. I mean, they should have gone full on just got Looney Tunes just got with it some... and had her do this spinning. <laughs> Yeah, triple thing get, with their legs out God's and getting one of them gals from the W. Getting one of getting one of them gals from the WNBA, throw her in a habit, film her from behind, and have her fucking dunk the ball. Yeah, yeah like it's just a spinning, flying, shatter the the metal backboard. <laughs> like this is a kid's reimagination, like yes. memory of this event. It yeah. should be spectacular. Yeah, right. and I didn't feel like it was. Yeah, the execution of that, like in comparison with all the other crazy things else we see, that is just so yeah. perfect and just even. More amazing than I was because I was. But I will say I appreciate that they don't go crazy all the time. Because if this was nothing but ludicrous, insane scenes, top to bottom, the the ones that they do put in wouldn't hit. They need scenes of him and his his brother. I say brother, quote unquote, from the orphanage. Him, but Lenny and Andy running around Rome. Yeah. So you under so the ground the the crazy scenes. Mm -hmm. But I got to say that like. One of the things I almost said last week is, you know, when we talked about the spoiler edition, we knew he's going to get to Triple Tierra, and that's what he's waiting to deploy in the Cardinals. I my expectations are so high, I thought I was going to be disappointed. I'm like, it's almost weird. It's like, why even show that? Like, that's such a right. huge surprise. Why ruin it? But it still was everything I wanted to be and more. Like they I said, yeah. the, the 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 just a speech that he gave, and then the slipper moment was righteous. Yeah. It's just so. Is again, it's it's it alternates between jaw dropping, amazing, and hysterical, and I love it. It's uh, it, it this has been a real treat. We uh, those last two episodes to change the topic. 
um, missing the marketing director. Lady. Yeah, she's oh, she's right. taken. She's, she's been yeah. gone. Well, but did kangaroo, you see what? Sorry, kangaroo watch two K one seven. Still going. It's good. He's now in remote yeah. control. Every episode. <laughs> uh, did you guys notice government issue Italian face man? Yes. This time yeah, the major. Okay. Domo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, the guy I was talking about. I noticed he was the first one I noticed that the sunlight coming into the like uh, mm-hmm. breakfast hall. He was standing directly in that path of light, and he looked down like he was uncomfortable with that much sunlight in his eyes. But huh. it worked to illuminate Lenny, and he had to be there, I guess. But yeah, yeah, no, it's striking, striking government issued. <laughs> he does have a government issued face. face. Uh, Italian government issued. So the other thing, the final comment I have on this. Because we got to talk about the gay priest that threw himself off the roof of the chapel. Right, right. Okay, so let me do one silly thing first. Okay. I have, in this show, I am now accustomed, I'm, I'm conditioned to when I see nudity, I think it's going to be Jude Law's ass. <laughs> like I, I see the, oh, it's got adult language, adult content, nudity. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, Jude Law's showing his we ass. You should have again. a JLA. Because you could be <laughs> Justice League of America or Jude Law's ass. You just you got to watch. So I was, I was pleasantly surprised when it was not his ass. It was actually... Full on crazy ass nudity. Yeah. 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 Um, What is going to be the fallout, no pun intended, of the the young. And I'm not even sure if he's gay because, like. um, Because it sounded like Lenny was going to hire. Like, the uh, the prostitute propositioning him gave him the idea that he doesn't even care if they're gay. I mean, obviously, gay is right out, but any priest that fails this moral test Mm -hmm. is going to be shown the door. And it wasn't. I guess when Andy kind of hugged him, like at the end, they kind of showed that maybe he had a, a close and and the way he was shooting daggers at Andy, I kind of think that maybe they had a relationship. Maybe, or at the very uh, least, the he kid, knows about Andy's yeah wild swinging yeah. Guatemalan days, right? Um, but him throwing himself off the the the, the roof there, I don't. That's not going to phase Lenny at all. No, it's not. That's only mm-hmm. one story out of how many people are being affected by this new law and order. But someone throwing mm-hmm. themselves off oh, the right top off of St. Peter's of the... Basilica or whatever is going to be a huge international s- story. Absolutely. But you can spin that to be anything you want it to be, honestly. It was just but will a, that it was make... just a young man who... But will that force will uh, that force Lenny into the public to make a statement and, and, and waste his, his power by doing so? And how will it affect i guess the relationship between the brothers here mm. between Linny, who's handing down he, the commandments to send this kid to his death especially and since the brandy who was trying to help this kid out and andy was dead set against like this is the one thing i don't want to do and the pope's like too bad i'm the pope you got to do it yeah. now that's a real rift and, and he's got this weight on his shoulders now because he could have said no and he could have stuck to his guns and mm-hmm. you know given up everything he's worked so hard for in his life if he did work hard for it but you know he betrayed his own values and now a young kid is dead for that so yeah i think that maybe he'll be the one to throw his hat down and walk out maybe or yeah i don't know i don't know where this is gonna go is the whole church gonna turn against him or is this gonna bring forth more faithful serious followers which is what he's hoping for currently yeah, it just it's surprising to me that he's leaning so heavily on all of the the respect and and the pomp and circumstance and the gravitas he has as the pope in these elaborate robes in this elaborate city. Uh when 
if he gets his way and the church becomes a small but dedicated few, he's going to lose all that. Mm-hmm. He can't. He can't but maintain again, Vatican City. Again, money. he wants to start a revolution, so You're that might. I, I know, that but he's using right that as the tool to that end, and that tool will disappear gradually over time, right? Yeah. Like he can't unless lean on that unless, forever. Unless he destroys, unless the destruction of it is what his goal is, and then once he loses it, he's he's fine. Sure. Yeah. Plus, he's still the young pope. He's still Which ridiculously good-looking. He's so young. <laughs> right. Jude Law. He's got a modeling career after his pope <laughs> if he wants it. I mean, nothing else. An ass model. Something I mean, we have to talk about Voyello's biographies because there's a oh my he god, had there yes, to sell his own biography. And that little moment mm-hmm. where the guy b- breaks him by saying his, well, I think it's a star soccer player's back on a drug habit, and like, why, why do you hurt me this way? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, there's some really, really great scenes. Oh, mm-hmm. and you know, again, we we touched on this um, disappearance of the the mad sheep monk, but we don't know where it's going like i i find it hard to believe that the the cardinals and the pope actually offed him yeah no. they might have impressed upon him his need to go disappear or maybe he killed himself as a result but the like there's no way like they all drew pistols and shot him to death after the right no <laughs> yeah, the do. pope himself For, would not get end? his hands dirty Mm-mm. if anything and he was there Mm-mm. yeah i don't i don't know what their game is with him like I, I don't know why they don't just bring him into the flock. Yeah. He seems right. to have dedicated followers. Mm-hmm. All right. Co-opt him. Shall we, uh, shall we get to some? I, I got a little bit of feedback. Do you guys Back want to talk about bring it. anything else? Nope. Uh, Jason A. says, to Jim's point about not really knowing what the hell is going on from time to time, specifically with the dancing prime minister Greenland, I think it's part of the appeal. The young Pope is nuts, but it knows it's nuts. Mm-hmm. It lets you know right in the opening credits when Lenny winks at the camera at the sequence end. Juxtapose this was Westworld, which had great big ideas about life and existentialism, but was so self-serious and pretentious. I hate watched it by episode six. <laughs> young Pope is about talking about big ideas, but it doesn't think it's more clever than the viewer. Uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that is uh, that's exactly the way the 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 correct lens to, to view this uh through right uh also uh, our buddy jason from the nattercast he had a profound point on facebook uh late earlier this week because someone one of his fans was saying i just don't get the young pope what am i missing and he said two thousand years ago two men were born that had radical ideas about you know changing life and religion and both thought that they were divine one was caligula and the other was jesus christ mm-hmm. and that 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 what they're playing with is jude law walking between those two extremes hmm. um now hmm. i gotta say after this week i'm seeing less caligula but uh yeah. jason um sent in a following uh, follow-up prediction said uh noticing the parallels between jude law's character and historical caligula my prediction is lenny will be assassinated when he attempts to move the vatican out of italy Already move it out of Italy. Well, if he doesn't get his expansion that he's yeah. looking for, and all his his like, what uh, if the Pope said? What if the Pope said that the that Italy no longer respects the Catholic, the Holy Roman Catholic Empire? I am accepting bids from nations We're around going the world. To California. Like what? What? There's nations that would offer him hundreds of square oh, miles yeah. in exchange for the Holy See moving there. I'm certain. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What? What are the laws regarding the Pope becoming a prime minister? 
I don't know. Could he become the prime minister of because Italy? Because I did, I did. So I did the, I did the, re- I did research on this triple, tight, this, this tiara, and you notice that the, it's this big crown three that halos. has three yeah. halos, and it's to represent that he has dominion over all the earthly governments, all mm-hmm. of the, all of the Christian authority, and, and your some, underpants, and I think, <laughs> and, and I think also the, like, I, I, shit, I forgot the third halo, but. It seems like that the Pope already is like the ultimate king of the, he's the king of the world mm-hmm. in Catholic doctrine. Sure. So taking prime minister of Italy would be a demotion. Right. Yeah, but sorry, king of the world, I don't take you seriously. <laughs> well, like, that's what you the, can proclaim. I proclaim myself king of the universe. So he's got to answer to me, frankly. That you're yeah. you're playing the the Italian prime minister, right? <laughs> in this particular scene. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see if he actually gets assassinated, if they definitively kill him. Yeah, I, I don't know where this ends. Uh, I really don't at this point. I, and also, it's like, I, I bet if they don't kill him, the temptation to do a second season will be high. I don't know if they should give in to that, because this does feel like this little Fabergé, True Detective Season 1 egg that maybe they should le- let lie. Yeah. But, right. I, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm thoroughly enraptured with this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to send us feedback, it's easy. TV at baldmove.com. We also have forums at forums.baldmove.com uh, that you can uh, uh, talk with your fellow fans. There's episode threads every week. Uh, it's been fun to talk with people there. Uh, also, if you'd like to support uh, Bald Move, I haven't done one of these ads in a while, uh, we could use it. Uh, the only way we stay in business is because of direct listener support. Venmo me directly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick pay Cecily. Uh, she'll give her account number here uh, momentarily. But Check you, the show notes. <laughs> but you can, you, can, you can do so by going to support.baldmove.com where you can uh, either donate to us or join the club where you can get a lot of behind-the-scenes uh, bonus features and videos and uh, exclusive reviews of upcoming movies and special uh, sh- uh, weekly events like Lunch with Jim and Aaron. All kinds of cool features. Go to support.baldmove.com to find out about that. And we will be back next week for uh, another two episodes of The Young Pope. We will. See you then. Bye.